0: Episode 6 of Stupid or Irresponsible. Episode 6, Joe. Wow. We're getting somewhere, right? It's almost like we're famous already. Today we're going to talk about, uh, well, the he- the title of the episode is 100% of law firms targeted by cyber attacks. Now, don't react to that just yet. Before we dig in, Joe, tell everybody something about yourself that most people do not know.
1: Something about myself that people don't know? Uh. I am a registered Native American. Nice. Yeah. Um, What percent? You know, that's a good question. I think it's somewhere like 16%, something like that. You can tell by my ridiculously pale skin. No, you cannot. (laughs) And I can't go outside for longer than
0: five (laughs) minutes without burning, but yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. uh... I guess I should say something about myself. I put you on the spot now. Yeah, what do you got? What do you got? And I and I'm drawing a blank as soon as I said it. I used to be an air <laughs> ambulance pilot, but I think I talk about that a lot. Maybe people know that about me. Maybe they don't. But that was that was one of my cooler jobs. I got to pack a gun at another job. <laughs> Loomis armored. I was a uh, I was a delivery driver, but I was delivering money. So I oh yeah, that's a, yeah yeah yeah. That was you know. My claims to fame. <laughs> did you ever walk out of banks with those big old money bags? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah that's what I did. Oh, that is awesome. Yeah, packing a gun. The, the, the <laughs> cool part was packing the gun. You're missing that. The money I didn't care. It wasn't my money. But I got to pack a gun. Yeah, in so. Texas. I mean, come yeah. on. <laughs> All right. So listen, I'm uh in preparing for today's episode, I, I like to scour the article. I just want to see what's going on in the world, right? Because um we can say stuff, we can report on I mean we can make observations we can make recommendations but i feel like a lot of times our recommendations fall on deaf ears so i like to turn to the news i like to turn to facts undisputed facts um that's where you find that you're right okay we're not gonna uh, go there right, 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 right. <laughs> um well and i'm even i'm i'm lying as i say that because today's article wasn't really about a specific attack but it was about a string of well they they did a study they re, they studied What's law firms up? who did a study well, it's an InfoSecurity Magazine article. Okay. So, so a reporter with InfoSecurity Magazine. Now, here's the thing I want to get to. When, when I said, Joe, today we're going to talk about 100% of law firms have been attacked or, or targeted, what was your response in the hallway just a minute ago? Hundred percent. That's got to be BS. Okay. All right. And that's what I hoped you would say. <laughs> you know,
1: sixty-eight point seven percent of all statistics are made up on made the up spot. on the spot, including yeah, this yeah, one. So yeah.
0: we never go a hundred percent, do we? Never. 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 You just never. did hundred yeah, percent. I will never. Yeah. Okay. So let me ask you a question. What are the odds that in the first three months of the year twenty twenty, from January first to March thirty first, you could pull the records from our firewall? and show me that we were attacked.
1: All right, 100%.
0: <laughs> Actually, I'd call that maybe 300% because I've got backups yeah, of those as well. So. Yeah, so that's there's <laughs> there's absolute... You can study any industry. And so this is where I'm going to kind of call BS on this thing because they're talking about the, uh, the legal industry is under attack. They make it sound like more so than anybody else. So I'm just going to say right up front, well, first of all, I didn't do the study. But you and I could run our own study and show that Sure. everybody's under attack 100% of the oh, time. Oh, exactly, yeah, and you right. go, yeah. So we're just, it's a matter of time before they get in. That's, that's kind of the, the bigger point here. But if we're going to go with 100%, let's say that they, they studied uh, uh, thousands of law firms. They, again, I'm not going right, to define so. they, whoever reported on this, studied thousands of law firms worldwide from January through March of 2020. What they found was 15% were likely compromised. Now, I'm not sure why they threw the word likely in there, because kind of you were or you weren't. But maybe there were signs of a compromise that uh, wasn't catastrophic. Maybe they ran some port scans just to see
1: if this RDP port is open, um, and that's yeah possibly a target.
0: So, still though, if we were to remove that word, likely uh, they found evidence of some sort of a compromise in fifteen percent. Now, that's I mean, that's what one out of eight, one out of seven, somewhere in that range. I don't know. My public school math may not be (laughs) helping me out right now, but that's a lot. That were compromised, and then their their next statistic here is nearly half had some other form, some form of suspicious activity on their network. Now, I want to again bring this back to our uh, our experience. Would you say that you could find suspicious activity on roughly half of our client base? I
1: could unbox our firewall and find suspicious activity out of the box. So there's a lot of it out
0: there. Yeah. Okay. Again, we didn't do this study. The headline was intriguing to me. <laughs> the data is intriguing to me where we talk about, you know, 15% have experienced some level of compromise or suspected compromise or likely compromise, however they worded that. Um, and then almost half of them were, there was some sort of, maybe not a compromise, but suspicious activity. Something, somebody's up to no good <laughs> in the the IT security world. So there's a couple of problems here. One, I would say is semi-obvious. The, the problem that we face in security is that It's just rampant. The attacks are, they're everywhere. They're automated. They're relatively easy to pull off, right? I mean, Joe, if I'm an amateur hacker, I love that word (laughs) because it doesn't really mean what we use it to mean. (laughs) Anyways, if I'm an amateur hacker and I want to break into your network, what do I have to do? How hard is it? What's the I mean, learning curve on this? There's not
1: really. Uh, you can hop on the dark, A 13 year old can hop on the dark web with mom's credit card and spend 20 bucks and get all the hacker software he needs.
0: So I don't have to write
1: my own uh, virus. No, most of the time there's maybe one or two smart guys that know how to do all that, and then they resell it and package it.
0: Um, right. So while we're buying Microsoft Office, uh, QuickBooks. These guys are going on there. That's a great comparison. Exactly. They're they're buying. Exactly. They're buying hacking software. They hop on the
1: dark Amazon
0: web and And so they load this software up and they're like, I don't have any idea where to go from here. You know what the next step is, Joe? Do you know the answer to this question? What's the next step? They call customer support. (laughs) I kid you not. They call customer support and there is somebody on the other end to show them how to run that software. Yeah. So I mean, it's a legitimate business. I mean, legitimate, right? In their eyes, in their minds, uh, the way it's set up, it's crazy. Okay, so that's problem number one. Problem number problem one. number two is if I, as an inexperienced, and let me let me retract that word, as a business owner, and I let's just theoretically say I don't own an IT company. And I have no experience in IT. Maybe I own a law firm. Maybe I'm the uh, the managing partner of a law firm. Maybe I'm the uh, primary doctor or physician at a you know a local clinic. Um, maybe I own a an accounting firm. But I'm the guy. I'm I'm the one. I started it. I filed the paperwork. And my specialty is in my craft. How do I prevent a cyber attack, Joe? Well, you call tech support. Okay, so let's say I do that. Definitely outsource that
1: before you try to do that. Okay,
0: and you're right, absolutely. But I'm going to tell you that uh, businesses operate on some pretty slim margins. So when I'm out looking for tech support and three people show up at my door saying, hey, we can all do the same thing, how do I choose? Well, I'll tell you, uh, don't just go by the dollar because you get what you pay for. Okay, so I go with the highest one? No. So i let me let me cut you off because the point I'm trying to get out here is that you know and I and I'm looking I wish everybody could see the the look on your face that you just <laughs> gave me you kind of scrunch you're like what the what are you trying So here's what I'm trying to get at. I as a business owner of any industry outside of the IT world, I don't know. I don't know how to pick a good IT company and Another point I'm going to make here is that just because I found a good IT company doesn't necessarily mean I've found somebody that knows anything about security. True. Sure. Right? Yeah, absolutely. So cybersecurity is more of a specialty. IT consultants are kind of generalists. Think of the uh, your family physician. That's your IT company. Somebody who really knows their stuff in cybersecurity, that's a specialty. And they better be studying it. They better be, uh, you know, constantly learning because this isn't a static game, is it? No. Like what yeah. keeps us safe today? Does that keep us safe? I mean, in five minutes. Yeah. No, that Occam's razor goes both on technology side and the hacking side for sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, without naming names, we go out and we meet with prospects, would-be customers. And we're frequently looking at their security stack, their, their setup. And we went to one recently, Joe. And uh I want to ask you an honest to god question. How likely is it that this most recent prospect that we visited is going to get breached? Should we do nothing for them? If we weren't to help them out, they keep doing what they're doing.
1: As it stands, yeah, they're they're yeah, they got a big old red target sign on
0: There's a countdown going on and yeah. I mean every every time I look at and like you said, valid points, statistics can be made up, they can be manipulated, but Every time I look at the statistics, it's about 20 percent of businesses get hacked in, you know, and I've seen it a bunch of different ways. It's maybe it's in one year, maybe it's every five years. But the reality is that if you play the odds long enough, the real likelihood of of some sort of a breach is probably approaching that dreaded 100 percent. Am I wrong? Uh, yeah, it sounds right. Math adds up. So l- let me ask you another question. If we were to never change our security setup right here in our business, how long do you think, if we just kept doing what we're doing right now, how long do you think it would be before we got breached? Well, uh, we're pretty good right now, but like you said. Uh, it I mean, changes, right? And I'm saying. By the week. You quit learning. All right. You quit studying. You quit researching. You quit upgrading our tool set. Do you think we're going to get hit in a year, two years, five years? Well, let me answer you that with this. Uh, there's a reason you have Windows
1: updates, and uh, they used to have it on Patch Tuesday, which was once a month on a Tuesday they would upgrade. Right now it is all the time, probably once a week if not twice. Right. This most recent uh, feature update had the most, the record most patches they've ever done, and those are patches meaning security. They found security flaws in the wild that people could come in and zeroed it. They would come in and breach your computer that they've got to fix. They've got gigantic teams behind this stuff on a daily basis, uh, checking these security vulnerabilities, getting uh, paying ransoms, doing all kinds of crazy stuff on a daily basis. And that's just one piece of software. That's one operating system. So now multiply that times every printer you got, every router you got. You got a smartwatch. You got some users coming in with their cell phones. You've got uh, rogue laptops. You got somebody that does have good internet so they brought a little wi-fi adapter from home there's all kinds of stuff uh yeah so multiplicity of all that uh you know you stopped doing security for so long i would I, I wouldn't give it a year no way yeah
0: right no way right so you know to the theme of our podcast here stupid or irresponsible i've got to point out something stupid every time or we kind of <laughs> you know we better change the name of it but it, and i've 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 beat this drum before, but I'm never going to quit doing it. When as a business owner, as a managing partner of a law firm, as the practice manager, who's responsible for the clinic, the, you know, whatever, when, when somebody gets hit, that falls on you. And the, you know, the problem here, like I said, like I pointed out in the beginning is I don't know how to vet an IT company and I sure as hell don't know how to vet a cybersecurity firm so what I'd like to do Joe is I want to kind of pass the torch to you here and let's talk about some of the things if we were going to make sure let's just say that we we hired this firm to come and protect our company if we were going to make sure that they were doing their job properly what should we be looking for well if it were me um I mean I would I
1: would think like a hacker um now, if I were a a business manager or somebody that uh, didn't know what they didn't know can't in think IT, like a I hacker,
0: I can't think like a heart surgeon. No, exactly.
1: So now I've got to think like a business manager, thinking like a hacker. So, you know, that's a really good question. How how do you vet an IT company if you don't know anything about IT? So let's give them a formula.
0: Let's let's pull out our notes. Let's show people, basically speaking, you know, and and I'm gonna. I'm going to get ahead of this right now, though, and I'm going to tell you guys that if you try to implement this yourself, that's flat stupid, right? Yeah, no, absolutely not. You can't. It's like me trying to do heart surgery on myself. Please, for the love of God, don't do that, all right? Um, But the reason we're going to lay this out is so that you, the listener, can understand understand or, or maybe hold your, your guy accountable because, um, I think I got to this point. I kind of lose track of where I'm at. I think I made the point that we, we don't know how to pick them, right? We don't know how to vet them. We, we sure as hell don't know how to hold them accountable. We hire them. We write a check every month. Maybe we look at a report, And the report's pretty. It has green all over it. But what do we really know about holding these guys accountable? So let's go through maybe a basic checklist, Joe, of what should be happening behind the scenes to protect a company. Sure. Yeah. Um, You know, starting at the top, we want to make sure they've got strict
1: policy on use of company devices. So anything that comes on the network, anything that connects to any secure data, anything that connects to the internet basically uh we want to make sure that those are secure and they've got strict policies about that uh procedure uh you don't want anybody just bringing their computer from the house because it's a laptop and they're used to mac and you have windows there you don't want that because that's when you introduce new vulnerabilities to the network the entire network um so you want to. okay so
0: we've got a policy in place
1: where does a policy come from Well, your IT company or your vendors should be able to build that for you. And if they can't, you need to start looking. And and if that policy is more than about
0: uh, 12 months old?
1: Yeah, definitely be updating that on a very regular basis. I recommend at least once a year. Uh, You can do it once a quarter. Okay, Um, But yeah, definitely always frequently updating and and reviewing.
0: We've got a document in place that says what you can and cannot do with company technology, what you can and cannot do with company data on personal technology. And then we kind of have to put somebody in charge of enforcing this, right? Well, yeah. And And that I'm going to submit is where people drop the ball more than anything else. Out of date documents and then flat not enforced. Sure. Hired. Hey, Joe, welcome to the team. Here's this great big stack of paperwork. I want you to read all of it, sign it. And hand it back to me when you're done. I'll see you in about five hours. Yeah. And what do you do? Take a nap, drink a coke, sign all those little stickers, sign the name, and here we go. Right. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So policies, procedures, uh, what else you got?
1: Uh, Definitely have some sort of regular training or education for employees for safest and best practices. Uh, I mean, training is number one. The best way to go. Uh, most, if not all, breaches are just done from lack of education, from being stupid. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, you don't know what
0: you don't know. Very wise man once nah, said. I've heard that before. <laughs> okay, so training, and uh, again, uh, people don't don't perform heart surgery on yourselves. Yeah, don't exactly. train people about security if you're not a security expert. No, but there's, but just make sure it's getting done exactly. And
1: there's little things that just little tips, little hints that you need to continually look over and remind yourself that keep you from clicking that link in an email that just totally destroys the entire company and takes everybody down. Um, right. Just little things, just continual education, is probably the one of the number one, if not number two, things you should do for your safety of your network.
0: You know, and it's it's. I'm going to add to that. It's it's as much you've got the knowledge component that you're talking about, but when you're doing ongoing education, what you also get is kind of a, a culture shift where people understand that this is important, right? And so now they're looking. Not only do they have the knowledge, but they're actively it's it's top of mind. Definitely. Right? Okay. What else?
1: Uh, letting the client know if information has been compromised immediately. So, if we were to get compromised... There should be a policy A, and two, it should be enforced. Okay. If there's any kind of breach, any kind of network um, malicious activity, the client needs to know from our side. They need to be told. So, those little handy reports, they're nice and all, but if anything really does go down, um, you need to make sure that your ISP, your your network admin. security admin, yeah. whoever you have handling your network, which better not be you... Um, is letting you know and keeping you uh, on the pulse of that uh, because there's definitely, you know, hiding from that is like the number one no-no because it just hurts everybody involved and then people that don't even know they're involved get hurt.
0: And I'm going to throw out a, another point here that this is actually a, a component. It's not the entirety, but this is a component of an incident response plan.
1: Yeah. Right? So you yeah. should
0: have an incident response plan if and when you get hit, what are the proper procedures and it Definitely needs to include sure, and that goes back know. to the strict policies and right. again, like you said right.
1: Have it have it written down. Look over, it, or, uh, you know, on a regular basis. Uh, definitely a lot more frequently. Probably once a year at least. I recommend, and then uh, enforce it. Okay. So, what are some other things they should be looking for? Uh, constantly updating security and hiring a digital security firm if needed. Um, like you like you mentioned earlier. Um, you know, if you've got an IT guy, that's great you need a security guy you need a
0: security guy yeah
1: you've got to have somebody or some entity that is looking up for security uh that stays in on this that is is just living and breathing network security all the time because a guy that knows how to install a cool printer from the 80s that's awesome now it works with your software that's great but a hacker now can get in through these other channels he had no idea about and it takes the whole business down and what good is that printer then
0: right okay All right. So we've got policies, procedures, we've got ongoing training. Um, What are some other things, Joe, that might be maybe more on the technical side? You know, and and I I know we've talked about a lot of this and we rehashed some of it, but I'm going to say that it's on purpose, right? I mean, if you, you just have to constantly be thinking about and being reminded of this stuff to make sure that it's being done. But, you know, we've done a lot of talk lately about two-factor authentication so i'm not going to say let's not dig into that but if your it guy if your security guy isn't talking to you and beating you up over two-factor authentication then you probably better find a new one i'll I'll tell you another here's a here's a great litmus test if you aren't as annoyed as hell at your it company for all the security stuff they're making you the hoops you've got to jump through, you better find a different one. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, again, we were out meeting with a prospect here short recently, and uh, one of the things I heard him say was, I want everybody to have the same password. Yeah. Uh, did you pick up on that? Same
1: user, same password. Yeah, that's a big no-no. Yeah. Jesus, don't do that.
0: I mean, it, it's great, it's easy, it's simple, but <laughs> <laughs> it's a hacker's dream, guys.
1: Yeah. Let me make a master key, and by the way, I'm going to give it to everybody that works for me. and
0: Right. <laughs> and so what, I mean, every time you bring on a new person or let go of a different, per, are you, are you changing that password that everybody yeah, exactly.
1: knows? And by the way, are you changing all the locks? Do you know that you're
0: changing all the locks? Right. Maybe that key's good for a window. Yeah. It's insane. All right. Um, there's more, you know, we could go on all day. We've already been rolling here for over 20 minutes. So uh, let's just go with my uh, s- typical sign off guys. The stupid answer here is to not be prepared, to not be paying attention to this, to thinking that you're in, uh, invulnerable. Is that a word? Yeah, sure. Okay, that <laughs> little brain fart there. But to, you know, to to think that this isn't going to happen to you is asinine. I mean, a hundred percent. Where and guy, we didn't stage that, by the way. My getting Joe to react to that hundred percent and calling BS <laughs> on that. That was deliberate, and that was not staged. It's rare that we can say a hundred percent on anything. But the fact that you're actively getting targeted right now, it's 100%. Have you ever seen it not happen to a client, Joe? No, yeah, no, yeah. No, yeah. I mean, it's just happening yeah. all the time. So, all right, uh, go to www. – again, we don't necessarily need the Ws, but sometimes I just like to say them – com slash discovery, and we'll book a 10-minute call, and we'll talk about this. We will create an action plan for you. If you're not ready to do that, take that step, then go to master com slash live-webinars. Man, that's a long URL. Yeah. Um, Or just go to our website and look for it under the free content, the uh, MC University, I guess we call it now, right? MC University. And, and, you know, go through one of our security seminars. Through that process, there's free tools that you can download, that you can use, uh, checklists, more to what we've been talking about today. But that's what I've got. Joe, do you have any final words of wisdom for our listening audience?
1: Words of wisdom. Change your passwords. Everybody just change your password real quick. Just reset it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and by the way, use a password manager. Yeah. And by the way, how many people should share the same username and password show? <laughs> No one. Nobody. No one should share. Nobody. Never. Not smart, guys. At a minimum, that's irresponsible. <laughs> All right. We're going to go ahead and sign off. Please, again, go to master-computing.com, book a 10-minute discovery call, log into our live webinars that we have on a very frequent basis and learn more about how to protect your business. Do not get caught being stupid with your security. Take care, guys. Bye-bye, everybody.